Hello everyone, this is Fish On with Captain Kevin Lanier. I am glad to be with you today, coming to you from the Mexico Beach, Port St. Joe, Florida area, up in the Florida Panhandle. If most of you don't know where we're at, we're located just uh, southwest of Tallahassee, down on the beach, um, near Panama City. So if you ever get down this way, look us up. Uh, we are back, though, today after a couple of weeks off. Uh, I headed down to Panama to do some fishing. We're going to talk about that later today. And uh, then we had uh, that problem we all run into now and then with uh, Wi-Fi technical difficulties here at the house. So it took us off the line for a little bit, but uh, we are happy to be back. It is the second week in April, uh, coming up on Easter uh for uh, all of us and looking forward to that springtime temperatures just continuing to get there. Uh, water temp uh, this past week was 70 degrees so uh, that's exciting. Uh, as far as fishing goes uh, right now here in our area uh, a lot of different opportunities. Uh, some guys are able to get offshore now. Uh, we were offshore this week and uh, we were bottom fishing and lo and behold the first uh, cobia of the year uh, that we got to see came upon us. There were two of them uh, circled the boat, uh, but we just could not get them to bite. Uh, that happens, and that becomes very frustrating, especially uh, as few as we get to see nowadays around here. Uh, but we're catching uh, vermilion or beeliners uh, offshore. Uh, triggerfish is open here in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, we've been getting some really nice triggers. Uh, we got one uh, 19 inches the other day. Uh, that was a big trigger. Uh, so that's making for a great day on the water. Uh, we're also getting uh, a few sheep's head. Uh, lo and behold, uh, our deckhand Sydney got a chub uh, just off the uh, seawall at the Port St. Joe Marina uh, yesterday. And uh, something you don't see up here hardly at all. Uh, mostly found down in the Keys, but uh, there were a couple of them caught. Uh, so you never know when you go saltwater fishing what you're going to run into. Uh, it's always interesting, and that's why I love it. Uh, we target one fish, but we wind up catching a lot of other different ones. So uh, that's what makes it exciting. Uh, but I want to tell you about my trip to Panama. It was my first out-of-the-country true fishing trip. Uh, we went to a small town uh, called Boca Chica. Panama. We flew into Panama City from Atlanta. It's about a three-hour and 50-minute flight down, and it was a uh, another little uh, in-country hop on Copa Airlines to uh, David, uh, spelled David, and uh, then a about an hour bus ride to Boca Chica. Uh, now, we'll tell you about Panama. Once you get outside of Panama City, uh, there are a few fishing resorts around, um, but the one we went to, uh, the little town, not much there, but just uh, fishing and locals, very nice people. And we had a blast. Uh, the fishing uh, wasn't quite what we hoped it was going to be. Uh, we wound up with uh, a handful of yellowfin tuna. The largest one weighed 80 pounds. Uh, most all our yellowfin tuna came on live bait. Uh, we went down there with the hopes of catching uh, tuna on poppers. Uh, and we threw poppers till our arms fell off. Uh, but the uh, tuna did not seem to want to come up uh, and attack the poppers. Uh, they did like the live bait. Uh, we, our boat got a really nice, uh, about a 200-pound sailfish. Uh, the Pacific sails are a lot different than the Atlantics and the Gulf of Mexico. 
uh, significantly larger. And we did have the uh, opportunity and uh, luck to hook into a black marlin. I had him on for just a little bit uh, before uh, he came unbuttoned. Uh, we had a uh, we were able to watch another boat hook into a marlin and fight him for a little bit, but there again that fish came off as well. Um, but it was a lot of fun, a uh, lot of uh, uncertainty going down with COVID rules and travel and everything like that. But uh, customs immigration in Panama is very easy as long as you have all your uh, ducks in a row, your paperwork, uh, proof of vaccination. Uh, coming out, uh, we had to have uh, vaccines. I'm sorry, we had to have a uh, COVID test uh, within one calendar day of leaving uh, to come back to the United States. So all in all, it was a great trip. We got to see the Panama Canal, uh, one of the seven engineering marvels, uh, wonders of the world. Uh, impressive watching those big ships go through those uh, locks. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, get down there. Um, there's a few lodges that I know of off the top of my head. Panama Sport Fishing Lodge, which is the one we stayed at in Boca Chica. There's also Paradise Lodge, and there is the Panama Sport Fishing Island Lodge. Um, I want to go down there and fish with those guys because they run world cats like I do. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. I saw them out in the water. Um, you know, the nice thing about it is you're down there fishing and folks from other lodges are in the same area and uh, a lot of camaraderie out there looking for fish, uh, looking for dolphin on the move. Uh, we caught some grouper. Uh, we caught um, some other assorted uh, bottom fish like Kubera uh, snapper, uh, had some rooster fish, uh, chase baits, uh, but no hookups there. So definitely want to go back down there and do that again. Um, thank you for... Uh, uh, Justin and John from the Pacific Northwest uh, getting me involved in doing that, and I hope to uh, continue to do those trips over the next few years. Uh, at home, we are still looking at uh, springtime conditions, and um, with um, the water temperatures coming up, it was 70 degrees yesterday, um, so our pelagic should start to show before too much longer. Uh, king mackerel, saw the first king mackerel caught off the Panama City uh, Pier. Uh, so that always indicates that uh, the bulk of the school is on the way. Uh, Kobe are being caught off the piers as well as uh, in the near shore structure. I don't think we see as many of those Kobe uh, cruising the beach as you used to see. I think that's one thing where um, fishing... Um, administrations or management has seemed to fail and be behind, but uh, hopefully uh, we can get those uh, nearshore cobia back running again uh, thick as possible. As we get into the middle of April, uh, this is the time of year where we start to really look at our boat and making sure that all our service is done. Um, this week we're you know doing oil changes, fluid changes in the lower unit. And one thing I always want to remind you guys to do is don't forget that water fuel separator. Uh, if you got twins, you should have two of them. If you got a single, you should have at least one uh, on your boat. Uh, get those changed out um, and watch that. Uh, a lot of guys use the kind with the bowl in the bottom so you can kind of look uh, and get a visual idea of what uh, is going on with your fuel. Uh, but inevitably... 
more and more people come down in the early spring, uh, through early summer, first time they're getting their boats out. And uh, they break down and uh, that you get water in the fuel and you start to put it into the engine. It's going to create a lot of problems. And instead of being able to enjoy those days on the water, uh, you're trying to figure out uh, where the water is and how to get it out of your fuel. So make sure you do that. And one of the best things to do to keep your engines running uh, well is change that oil and that lower unit fluid on a regular schedule basis. Most motors have their own manufacturer suggestions. Um, you go by that, you really can't go wrong. Uh, things will happen over time, uh, but the better we do on our maintenance, uh, the less likely something will occur that we could prevent. So uh, get on those, especially before you bring it and head out into the Gulf. Uh, you get 20, 30 miles offshore and then start to have problems. Um, you're you're going to have problems. So um, if you come down ever so often, another thing you need to think about is uh, a towing service. Uh, I call it AAA on the water, but I have Boat US, Towboat US. Um, there's uh, another company, Tow. Um, usually for recreational fishermen, the um, subscription runs you about $100 to $150 a year. Uh, very cheap insurance because the first time you have to call a tow and get towed in, uh, it's going to cost you $1,000 at least. So um, pick that up before you come down. It covers any boat you're in. Uh, you also, if you trailer your boat, you can get trailer coverage as well. Um, you know, I'm not endorsing any particular company, but I am telling you that uh, peace of mind. Uh, it's like all the other insurances we have. Um, you don't need it till you need it. And then if you've got it, uh, it makes things a lot more pleasant. Uh, we've been towed in over the years, um, you know, for a variety of issues. Uh, we take care of our boat. We make sure that we are up to date on our maintenance and things like that but even though things do happen so before you come down uh, make sure you got those fuel water separators changed out uh, make sure you got some type of coverage in case you break down on the water um, you know getting a buddy to tow you is great uh, the coast guard will not come and get you unless you are in distress uh, they will make arrangements or help you contact a towing company uh, but they will not come and get you. So uh, I think some people have the misconception that, oh, if I break down, the Coast Guard will come get me. Uh, that is not a true statement. So uh, be prepared. You know, we always talk about uh, having everything, having all our ducks in a row and being ready to go out on the water. And uh, it is very important uh, for you, your family, uh, your friends that you may take out. Um we're going to keep uh, talking on our next episode about uh, electronics because uh, we did leave off with uh, talking about uh, how to uh, get your boat rigged uh, for electronics. Uh, but today I wanted to get on here with you and talk a little bit about our trip to Panama and uh, what it's like to do international travel uh, for fishing. Um, one thing we did run into, uh, I did take some fishing rods and uh, traveling with a six-foot, six-inch tube with fishing rods uh, has its own challenges um, <laughs> in itself. So you get down there, and uh, those uh, gate agents look at you like, what is this? 
uh, you know, and you're chuckling, you say, you know, it's fishing rods. Uh, that seems to go away when you get to a place that uh, is accustomed to seeing those come down uh, and people traveling with those. So, you know, get everything labeled, everything packed, uh, everything made it uh, really well. Uh, we also brought home some tuna. Uh, I had been told that it was very difficult to do uh, going down to Panama and uh, bringing fish home. So um, I did a little coordination ahead of time. Um, the uh, uh, fishing lodge uh, put some tuna away from me when uh, we got back in on the second day. Uh, and that way it was good and frozen. Uh, we took it back to Panama City. And um, I had made arrangements with the hotel there in Panama City to put it into the freezer and get it frozen uh, really solid. And uh, so the flight uh, the next day back to Panama City, Florida, uh, we made it all the way home, even though we had, you know, quite lengthy delay in getting home, everything made it home still frozen, uh, even in our suitcase and wrapped up. But, uh, you know, good to be back with you today and, uh, we'll be back on track, uh, next week with our, uh, electronics discussion and still looking for information or ideas for episodes, things you want to hear, uh, kcsportfishing.com slash podcast there's a form on there to fill out and uh, we read those and if you've got an idea something you want me to talk about uh, or someone that you would like me to interview uh, just send the information and I will do everything that I can to uh, get this uh, rolling uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast like us um, remember you can always find us on Facebook uh, we do a lot of posting on Instagram, and not only do we talk about fishing and show fishing pictures, but we try to put information up about uh, local area, local events. Uh, we do have our YouTube channel, and uh, we have a lot of fun with that when we get to make them. Uh, I'm working on a video from the Panama trip, so it will be out there shortly. Uh, but thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time on Fish On. I'm Captain Kevin Lanier, and I hope you guys have a great day.